Can I get a drum roll, please? Because this is big. It's time for the Xfinity Best Deal of the Year. We're talking huge savings. And ask about even more savings when you add Xfinity Mobile. Okay, that's it. Now you can hit the... There we go. That's simple, easy, awesome. Hurry, our best deal of the year won't last long. To learn more, click, call, or visit a store today. Restrictions apply. Not available in all areas. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the latest edition of the Broad Street Line. Glad to be back here with you once again, coming to you live from the Philly Cam Studios, 106.5 FM, WPPM LP, Philadelphia. I'm Roy Burton. Alongside me, as always, my tag team partner, one Chris Domingo. Mr. Domingo, how are you doing this beautiful Saturday morning, sir? Um, Well, well, body-wise, I'm not feeling great because, I, wow, what's up? because I've... I've ex- I I I forgot that I am 38 years old, not 28 years old, ah. and um in- enjoyed myself the last couple of nights. Ah. But it is a privilege and an honor. Yes, sir. All due respect to to the Godfather of Soul, James <laughs> Brown, the hardest working man in show business, Roy Burton. I like it is a privilege because you man, you're doing a lot of duty. Yes. Because other than the fact of being a successful person at Temple University, you're gonna be up. When no one's gonna be up. No one's gonna be up. <laughs> no one's gonna be up. Yeah, week two of and, birds and you're not outsiders. Offended by that. No, no, no. Oh, not at all. Not at all. <laughs> oh no, it's good. It's good to get the reps in when when like the live eyes aren't watching. No, week two of birds outsiders is going to come on uh, uh, NBC Sports Philadelphia probably around one thirty on Monday morning. So one thirty a.m. after the Eagles beat the Falcons on Sunday. So again, there is no. We feel no certain no way if no one watches the show live. It's quite all right. I'm sure their DVRs will be running. Uh, for the people who like us and the people who hate us, because there's some haters out there. Hopefully, and, you, you will know. be talking about a win. We're, we're definitely going to be talking about a win. We'll, we'll talk about the Eagles game and everything going leading up to it, because the Eagles heading down to Atlanta this weekend to take on the Atlanta Falcons. Who I don't think we know whether it's good or not. Yeah, we don't know. We'll find out Sunday. We'll definitely find out Sunday. You won't find so. out much about the Eagles, because I think, like— I don't know if you—I think you might. I think week one— I think you might. Like, for me— the, Game one, other than the fact they were playing the fifth preseason game in the first half, yep. that they have a switch. Mm-hmm. And when they're engaged, I, I mean, or granted, they were playing the Redskins. But, I, I mean, this team looks looks the part. And I, I think if you were to get a win down in Atlanta, you could see, you you regardless of how you win, like, I, I mean, it doesn't need to be, there's no such thing as a pretty win on the road. Well, and that and and that's one of the things. That's why you said like I don't think we'll learn something. I think we will. If you if you beat an Atlanta team who I think is decent on the road, I think that'll tell you for sure. And what, yeah, what, oh, what no. this team is about in a mu- like in almost a must win for Fal- for oh, absolutely because you know the stat teams that go zero and two right. Don't do anything in the right, playoffs. Right, so we'll talk about that, of course, later in the show. Of course, in the middle part of the show, we have some basketball to talk because the team that represents you, me, and everybody listening to the show 
didn't do so well at the People World Championship. And some people enjoyed that. And some people reveled in that. Well, I guess we'll have to talk about that. Oh, on, yeah, we um, do. To, to an extent. Um, and, of course, we always start off with the four for four, four things we think you should be talking about. But please, wherever you listen to us, whether it's here or whether it's a show we do on Spreaker, please subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. Just do a search for The Broad Street Line on Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, TuneIn, Spotify, all that good stuff. Subscribe to us and get all the shows, the ones we do here and the ones we do on Spreaker. Uh, just, we should mention, we're probably going to do well, – we're only going to do the Spreaker shows like every other week. Yes. Because every other Wednesday, we got to get these wrestling takes off. <laughs> Cla- clash of Champions. you got to take the the out. It's this, not – wait, it's not Clash of the Champions? No, it's Clash of Champions. I don't know. Wait, it's, it's, yeah, was, it's it, was it it before Clash of the It Champions? used to be back when it was a thing. So, like, this is a new era. Though. Yeah, it's a new era. It's Clash of Champions. We even gotta though, get these even though no off. one from Philadelphia is going to watch. No, no, no one's from Philadelphia is going to watch that. But cl- live, Clash of Champions. So next Wednesday, we're going to get those takes off on Spreaker. And, also, and, and go ahead. And the debut of our baby. Yes, baby. It's going to be a lot of people's baby now. All grown's up. Yes, NXT, I mean, NXT. To be honest, I'm more. I'm looking more forward to NXT debut than Clash of. Well, I won't be watching, so I can't look forward to it. Yeah, no. Clash of Champions is Sunday NXT debut, live debut, half on USA, half on the network this Wednesday. 8 p.m., right? Starts at 8 p.m.? Yeah. So okay. instead of, of of getting a rerun of Modern Family, because right. I've never seen the end of 400 of those episodes, <laughs> you get you get live wrestling. You get live wrestling. But, again, half of it's on USA and half of it's on the WWE Network because you got to get those last two episodes of Suits in uh, before the, <laughs> yeah, seri- the series I, finale. I, no, I didn't know it was the final season. Yeah, the series finale of Suits. So you gotta, <laughs> Not you gotta like get the season finale. This is the it. This it's, is which, it. Feels like Suits has been on for a long time. For a long time. So, yeah, so definitely check that out. I will be talking about that if you follow us on the Twitter machine. He is at SKD215. I am at the BS line. Again, Not a Fergie uh, enjoy. This I'm going to watch a lot of college football today. Got some college football action on the, on the, on the docket, <laughs> a little Temple Maryland action. But tomorrow, again, you've, of course, you've got the NFL going on. But Chris, again, will not be watching uh, no. Clash of Champions. Um, no, um, this shows you how disengaged I am from um, my – my affiliation to my university is someone had a had a had a handle named Rod Carey Fan Club. Mm-hmm. I uh, initially I thought it was a Rod Carew fan club. I just thought the guy was just being funny. Yeah, and I'm like, no, it's not Rod Carew. It's Rod Carey. Yeah. and I'm like, okay, who's Rod Carey? <laughs> and I was like, oh my god, he's a top. I I genuinely did for three days because I, I I wasn't gonna Google it because I frankly don't care enough to Google Rod Carey. But I'm like, oh my god. He's a Temple football coach. Yes. Okay. Yes. Are they two and zero? No, they're one and zero, and they're about they're about to play their second game. They didn't play last week. They're about to play their second game. I'm gonna call this guy out because Maryland. I know him personally. How do you become a fan? How do you start a fan club if you're only one and zero? That's my boy Jay. He's uh, he's just, he's you know he's just he's a Temple diehard. You know. It's, shout yeah. out to Rod Carew and Rod Carey. Yeah. Speaking of uh, you know since we'll we'll talk about. Since we're talking Temple, let's segue into the whole Manny Diaz situation <laughs> down at Maryland. Manny Diaz is the coach. Of the Maryland Hurricanes. Max Temple coach. Was the coach. Undefeated coach, by the way, I should say. He and Rod Carey, both undefeated. He's in the um he's in the hall in the we barely knew you Philly Hall of Fame with Frank Gore. Yes. Um and Manny Diaz, because I think that's it. That's probably that's probably it. Manny Diaz was the head coach of Temple for 17 days. Um not even sure if he got a paycheck, but he's the head coach now of the Miami Hurricanes. And he said he does not want any players who verbally commit to Miami. He doesn't want them taking any official visits to any other school. Wait, so, uh, because I'm sure that he has a lot of experience with this. Oh, he does. <laughs> this is why 
I don't make college football a priority because I I and this is where I put my money where my mouth is because I my biggest pet peeve in life at this point is people complaining about everything but still supporting something mm-hmm. like I, like I constantly hear like oh the NFL the NFL like this is wrong with the NFL this is wrong with I was like but you're still watching no but here's we had this discussion before you can still complain but then still be like like you understand what the deal is like. Like the thing with Amazon, like yeah, is Amazon the most like like um, moral company in the whole entire world? No. However, if I get these flip flops in two days, <laughs> I will I, I I will you know concede my morals on no, some no, level. No, like but but for me, the the NCAA in general just and we'll talk about them just later. jumps across what I can tolerate from something that I and, am and supporting, I, I, and that's admirable. Yeah, I, because I. I Hate the NCAA, yeah. and then and then we could talk about this like Tebow thing, yeah, we'll which is like it. because because someone put it perfectly about Tim Tebow. But back to Manny Diaz, yeah, yeah. it's like no, get out of here. But this shows you <laughs> how arrogant and oblivious Thank and you. and just no, like it just comes back to supreme arrogance. Because I see guys like Sweeney, like I, I mean, like Nick Saban barely is a creep in this. Like right, I, that's the thing. Yeah. He's like not even that bad anymore. No, and 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 then you see Urban Meyer. Because you never want to call someone out for having a like like a brain injury, but I'm like, you're you you quit because of a brain injury, and now you're looking to come back. Allegedly, I'm like, come on, these oh my god, these guys are like borderline criminals. Manny Diaz skipped out on a job yeah. that he was said he was committed to 17 yeah. days later because a prettier looking girl came along. You know, his alma mater came along. You are the last dude yeah. to demand integrity from people. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, man. no, yeah. I'm sorry. Well, once again. Understand your audience and and remember your past. Yeah. Because well, no, but that's the thing where that, that bothers me about. They just don't care. Like right. like care. they don't care how stupid they look because they feel that they're above reproach. Right. 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 Manny Diaz feels that you know as a coach of the Hurricanes, you're above reproach. Well, when you start zero and two, all right, like that doesn't last that long. All yeah. right, you got to start winning some games. Oh no, I like I like. More than the, even Chip Kelly, because Chip Kelly is a jerk. But like I, I mean, like Manny Diaz is an absolute creep. Yeah, and I yeah. And, and and at me. Yeah, uh, no. at Manny Diaz. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's go back. Let's go from one creep to another. Um, this is six days old, but we got to talk about this because we didn't have a Wednesday show. We got to talk about this Mike Scott situation. Mike Scott, the Sixers uh, forward, was involved in an altercation prior to last week's Eagles game down at Lincoln Financial Field. Um, there were members of the "quote unquote" F lot crew, which has apparently disbanded. Air quotes. Um, they direct, so a lot of those dudes gave him some heat. And no, di- is this directed, like the oddities of like I don't know tailgating? Man, they look kind of look like it. They directed racial slurs at Scott. Scott was going to give him give him some sauce, or he gave him some sauce. <laughs> Fought tel- to several tailgaters. We saw the video um, on TMZ. Oh, in, but in they the wish they would have known he was famous. Yeah, wish they would have known. They were so sick that like, they found out that he was a basketball player, and they tried to call the Sixers and try to make things right, and one of the guys says he gave, gave up his tickets for this year, and he might not renew next year, and he feels so bad because the wife doesn't like him anymore, and they're like on the verge of losing their jobs. Are we supposed to feel sorry for these dudes? Because I don't. No. No, I'm no. I'm sorry that Mike Scott didn't get more clean shots off. Yeah, no, and and one, this comes back to way more, and it's not even about Mike Scott. It's it's behavior towards opponents, uh, opponent fans. Mm-hmm. Stop it, stop. Like I, they're gonna be playful because I have a, once again, if you evolve and have friends all over the country, <laughs> not just in Mayfair. I, I sorry. Well, they were in Delaware. Were, well, these guys are from Delaware. Uh, uh, sorry, if if you only know Chichester. people from Delaware. Yeah. 
you won't know any other fans. Like, that's why expand your horizons. And, and one, it comes, and, and one, I think they blame drinking, which, like, oh, one, one, if you can't handle your liquor. Yeah, or no. My mantra is if if you act like an a hole in public, expect to be treated like one in public. Basically. Yeah. yeah. And, and one, if you can't drink, you're like, if you can't handle your liquor, don't drink or and don't leave your house. Right. That's my tip. Listen, I, I think everybody, I think everybody is fine with again playful back and forth. But you can even say bleep the Redskins or bleep the Cowboys or whatever. That's fine. Oh, you! I'll, I'll let you go. Yeah, you okay. Because you know, because I've been on the side of that. Like okay. you, you've been on the side of that. Like you've been in other team stadiums, yes. and they're like, you know, bleep this the Eagles, and they say that, and then you oh, yeah. take it in stride, you oh, know. No. And you and you probably said like, you know, like uh, I said scoreboard. Yeah. No, no, because no, I but was, you probably you probably threw a couple curse words in every now and then. Oh yeah, but one, it's it's a difference between saying. F the Cowboys, other than F you. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bleep your team. Not not bleep you or not you are a, a racial slur. Yeah. All right. Like, there's a line, okay? Like, these guys these guys admitted to crossing the line. When they admit to crossing the line, like, yeah. you know some bad stuff was said. Because yeah. no one ever, like, these racist oh. dudes never said. Oh, oh, no, no. Like, they didn't even bother defending themselves because yeah. I thought they would. They would lawyer up. Yeah. But he was like, nah, man. He's like, yeah, like it wouldn't be fair to me to, to say like I it, it didn't get said. It's like I said. So when and, they admit to it. it and like, then a fair. secondary thing, if I know you and you ever wear a t-shirt representing an artificial parking lot, <laughs> don't, don't be friends with me anymore. Because I will yeah. I will berate you and embarrass you because that once again, that is that's a that's thirty times worse than wearing a shorehouse shirt, which I've done before. Oh no, see I don't see I don't have a problem with shorehouse shirts, but yeah. The F lot crew, come on with a better name, fam. Like, come on, like, fam. Like, or sorry, Jurgen at the Lincoln. Yeah, like, fam. No, like, Mike Scott should have stolen all of you guys. He will not be disciplined by the Sixers, nor should he be. No. Um, again, only thing I wish is I wish he got kind of punched more of those racism. That's all. All right. Speaking of the complex, the Wells Fargo Center has announced the next phase of its renovation, and I'm going to. This is ten fourteen. What's today? September fourteenth, twenty nineteen. My co-host has been waiting for this. I officially renounce any negative thing I said about the Wells Fargo Center. I'm taking it back. It's not a dump. It is not a, a, a cesspool. It's not a terrible arena because by the time all these renovations are done, it's going to be a pretty nice place. And, and, and it, it just because – No, because I know – I'm sorry. Because I know someone that that's, that's kind of working on this project. And, like, they have done studies on whether – it's economically feasible to build a new arena. It's not. It's not. It's not. Hmm. Unless you're Joe Lacob. And you don't and, need to. And yeah, no. And, and one, but there are things, and, and this and this project is going to cost a lot of money. It costs $265 million. Mm -hmm. but, you know what's, but, but you know what's not $265 million? Building an arena. A new stadium. Right. Yeah, no. So, but they're also getting with the times because the betting element's big. And just, and just the, whole of, the whole concept of not being in your seat is... It is a thing now where like people want to be it's like standing room only but with a bar and like because yeah. people get standing room only things for a lot of things Eagles like, like they don't get but basketball or hockey has been like one of the last things because it hasn't been practical right there's because, nowhere to see the game yeah you typically with standing room only tickets uh we talked about the sugar house casino um lounges that are coming this new area is called the new city terrace this is basically those club-level seats that were all the way at the top of the Wells Fargo Center um, that were kind of basically corporate seat, corporate suites. They've revamped that entire level uh, for the new city terrace that kind of runs the entire length of the arena. The main focus of that is something called the assembly room. As Chris mentioned, 
20,000 square foot, 23,000 square foot standing room only. Well, it was a club. There is communal seating areas, but basically it's designed for people to stand. Um, it's a club with eateries, bars, TVs, and as I said, seating areas designed for 750 people. Now, there is a row of seats in front of that for, you know, I think they call it the Spirit of 76 Club or whatever. But basically, it's for people who want to kind of commune and enjoy the game and drink or whatever like that, but not necessarily sit in the lower bowl or sit in the bowl with everyone else. Tickets for these, standing room only tickets for these, for this, going to start at $25. For Flyers games, which is an amazing deal, because it's an amazing because deal. Generally, Flyers tickets don't cost twenty five dollars. No, no, like by and large, I would say like ninety percent of this building, probably ninety five percent of the buildings, probably well, maybe the whole building is probably more than twenty five dollars. I'm not sure. I'm and, and, in a minute. and one for me, it's a cost benefit thing there because generally, if I pay a lot of money for like a seat. I'm going to, like, tone down whatever, like, eatery out, like, eat before the game or, right. like, have. Here, you spend 25 bucks, but you're still, like, you feel like you can get more bang for your buck. So, you'll you'll buy an extra pretzel right. or you'll buy two some, extra drinks. Yeah, some cocktails or whatever. Now, but you're way up. So, so, here's the thing. But you're way up, right? You're not in the bowl. You're not in the mix with the fans. Does that no, take, but no, but, like. Does the, that take away some of the, uh, some of it? No, because the Sixers, because in the Wells Fargo, they have something on the 200 level now. It's, like. It's like a it's like a different bar, right? No, and, but I'm talking about this particularly. Yeah, no, no. Like, so, so young Chris Domingo, if you're up there and it's a Sixers playoff game and they're playing the Celtics, and you're up there in the assembly room, and like the stadium's rocking and you got them little the thunder six going, you're not you're not like a little bit of part of you is not a little misty eyed. No, okay. no, no, right. because like and one, I don't know what demographic you're shooting for. Maybe they're Me. shooting for, for for millennials because sometimes when I. When I don't like being social, which is a lot of the time, I, I, I rather time. no, I, no, I'm a sports anti-social person, like because right. I like inhaling the game. Mm-hmm. But sometimes I like being with the public. Right, not a lot, but but when I sometimes, do, sometimes. I like I'd like to give a high five <laughs> to someone, then wash my hands immediately. Yeah, yeah. but I mean, like, no, it, it's because you can't replace the emotion when you're being at a game. I, I mean, right. that really is like, like that's a one you don't get that right at in your TV. Right, and, but you're not gonna get. All of that. No, but but you get enough of it where you're where you're just like no, and more probably you could say, yo, I was at the game. Oh no, 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 this is this is dedicated to me. I am one thousand percent the target audience for this. Like I want to be at the game, but I don't want to be at the game necessarily. Like I don't want to be like all yammed up next to somebody. No, and, and, and one, it's the concept of the seats are very restricting, mm-hmm. especially for normal sized people right. like you. Right. For midgets like me, it's not as bad. But I mean, like, you're still sitting next to a stranger. Yeah, no, but right. like, the, one, you can't put your jacket off. Exactly. Because, like, you gotta hang it. No, you I gotta mean, sit, you gotta sit on your jacket. Yes. Crush your hat. You know what like, I don't need to do when I do that? When I go to the lounge. Right, exactly. Because there's probably the assembly lounge. somewhere you can hang your coat. There's a coat check there, <laughs> probably. Yes. I am so looking forward to this. Like, no, you, like, because there are just yeah. practical things that, like, just bother me when I go to games. It's like, one, I have to plan on. I won't wear extra gear because I'm like, all right, I have to take it off. So I will right. freeze right. my right. I'll freeze you won't my wear butt a jacket. off. Right. Like I'll freeze my butt off. It like in like when it's January and I'm only wearing a hoodie. I'm like, because I don't want to because I don't want to put my coat somewhere. You know what's not trash at the assembly lounge? Lines to the bathroom. <laughs> you know what's not trash here? Lines to get a drink. This is the greatest yeah. thing ever. I am buy I I am going on record. I'm buying if there's a if they have packages. I'm buying at least a 10-game package for the Sixers. Oh, like, no. It, I'm, it, this is me. Yes. And, and it really is, for me, the restriction thing. Because I really – it bought, like, I just have trouble sitting down watching something 
like in a very confined area for two and a half hours. Yeah. Oh no, yeah, no, it's yeah, it's not it's not normal. No. <laughs> it's not a normal thing. So yeah, so twenty five dollars for Flyers games. Sixers pricing T Sixers price is T B D. I'm very again, just I didn't mean for this to be an ad for the Wells Fargo Center, but I am very excited about this. You people just like I'm telling you, everybody listening, you guys don't want this. All right, this is not for you. This is for people people like me. I need to I need to get in this. I gotta get in here. So yeah, Sixers Assembly Lounge, New City Terrace. Looking forward to that. All right, finally. We got to talk about this new law coming to college athletics. Uh, this is the Pay to Play. Uh, I, I'm going to get this name wrong. Fair Play to Pay Act. It's passed by California. It's about to be signed by the governor. This proposed law will allow California athletes, college athletes, to earn money from the use of their names, images, and likenesses. Now, the bill will not. It's their own. Their like, own. Their own. Their own. Their own likenesses. Now, the bill will not allow schools to directly pay athletes. But would permit students to receive compensation from outside sources. Example, for example, from a video game company or for signing autographs or memorabilia. I don't see the problem. I don't don't see the problem. You don't see the problem. Everybody listening doesn't see the problem. The NCAA says this is, quote, unconstitutional (laughs) and harmful. What's unconstitutional? Like, where in the Constitution does it say this is unconstitutional? (laughs) I I really have no idea. I have no idea. But they say. I hate that word because you know what? You better. You better reference the Constitution when you say something's unconstitutional. You, you know what the Constitution says? Make a living. People people just throw unconstitutional out there like it's like, yo, fam. It's like, like I, I, have a, I have a general idea what's in the Constitution. No, right? no, no. I know college, like, college athletes are making money off the, their likenesses is not in the Constitution. No, when you say that, you better reference what amendment. Yeah, like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, like, like let, let me know what, what's in the Constitution. But that, you know that who else it. has a problem with this? Yes. Is... Well, let me before we yeah. get there. Let me just say the NCAA said since the bill would give teams an unfair recruiting advantage, they would not be able to compete in NCAA competitions. And to me, Boo-hoo. my answer, and to my my answer is who cares? All right, because look, let's say let's run the clock back. Let's just say Christian McCaffrey at Stanford could have made a grip signing autographs, selling T-shirts, selling memorabilia, having his name in NCAA football fourteen or whatever it was. Could have made a ton of money. If you say, yo, Christian McCaffrey, you can make half a million dollars or you could play for an NCAA title, which one would Christian McCaffrey take? He'd probably take the money all the time. Yes. Like all the all of these kids care, man. All of these kids care. Who cares? Who cares that you can't be Pac-12 champions? Who cares? Well, one, it's it just is the NCAA is trying to hold on for dear life yeah. to like the the old the old guard. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, the old guard sucks. And, yeah. and and one, miss me with the purity of the game mm-hmm. because the game hasn't been pure for 25 years. Yeah. I, I mean, like, no. No, I, I mean, this is probably the one sports thing I feel very passionate about is just the, the de-pantsing of the NCAA every time. And when I see people defend the NCAA, the, an organization that has coaches or whatever covering up fraud, covering up. Murders. It's, yeah, murders. I, I mean, I don't know. It just comes down to the fundamental thing of you hate your boss, but you defend the boss of the boss constantly. Talk, talk about what your man Tim Tebow said. Do you, do you know what he said? Oh, no. Right? Like, I, I mean, get, like, get in that bag. No, it, it's before I say this, Tim Tebow has done a lot of good in the world. I, I, I oh, mean, absolutely. Yeah, no, like, I mean, but someone said this perfectly great person, trash take. Like no no that and that's fine yeah no no because Tim Tebow grew up with a family with money mm-hmm. 
not everyone. I mean, he had a recourse to get an education. Right. A lot of kids don't. Right. So, so don't push your your background onto ninety nine percent of the population that doesn't have your background. Jerk. Yeah. For those who don't know, Tim Tebow, who works for ESPN, came out in favor, or, or I guess against the rule, in favor of siding with the NCAA, and they're saying that this is quote part of the this is part of the quote selfish culture end quote, and the sense of team is why college sports is better than pro sports. He said basically Florida made he had one of the most popular jerseys in the world. Florida made a ton of money off of it, but you know it's all about you know Florida and not about the individuality of sports. This was a, a horrendous t- take, so so bad that. Dozens of other ESPN people came at him. <laughs> ESPN on ESPN crime, which never happens. Came, they came for Tim Tebow, man. They came for Tim Tebow because it was trash. Uh, one of my favorite ones was from Jay Billis. He said, quote, great perspective that Tim Tebow, quick, great perspective, that Tim Tebow wishes to turn down compensation doesn't mean all should be required to. He is free to play for free. All athletes should have the same economic yeah, rights no, no. as literally everyone else. That's real choice. If Tim Tebow has enough white privilege to not play for free and not or get money. paid off of that, or money, or whatever, to not play for free, that's fine. Yeah. But, like, John Tebow, all right, who, like, may need some money so he can take a girl out on a date, yeah. should be able to have his name in NCAA football, which is all, is all I'm about. Like, no, but it needless. comes down to choice. Like, yeah. I, I mean, choice. do you. Do but, you. No, but if you don't want money, then you're fine. You're stupid. Yeah. But, I mean, like, once again, you're just feeding the machine. I, I mean, but, right. no, it just... It just comes down to choice. Like, I mean, I want the option to play for money or not play for money. Right. Or how much money. I don't – like, I, if I want enough money to buy a car, let me have enough. But if I just need enough money to, like, buy some groceries or Whole Foods, I right. need that. I need to understand, again, there are people who believe athletes or college athletes are fairly compensated, which, again, I don't understand this. And please, someone, someone let me know how you think that room and board – is fair compensation for everything the athletes do, given all the money that comes in, and especially big-time athletics. But I'll just say all athletes, just to kind of keep it simple. And B, how are you okay with Florida making tens of millions of dollars off these guys and Tim Tebow not making money off of this? Or not even Tim, whoever, like Chris Lee, whoever. It doesn't matter. Like, there's so much money coming yeah. to these colleges. Everybody's okay with Florida and Alabama making money. Have none of it come back to the kids? But you it's know like, what? Who, who, who's making a lot of money? The coaches. Yeah. Like, that's, oh, yeah, yeah. like, that for me is like, an, an insult is like when you're paying Nick Saban ten million dollars a year, right. and you're complaining about paying I don't know Jerry Judy like I don't right. know a couple grand like, a month. Yeah, but like yeah, like five hundred bucks a month or thousand dollars a no, month. No, and that's and one, it's the perfect compromise. It's like either you want it like you want free enterprise of these athletes, or you can pay them all a, a, like a flat stipend. Right. I, I mean, like once again, there's some. There's some level of compromise that can be had, but the NCAA mm-hmm. doesn't want to make any. Because right. I guarantee you that if the NCAA said, you know what, we're not going to play this game anymore, we'll give every, every, because I think in the end you'll win because, like, you'll, if we, we'll pay every athlete 1500 bucks a month mm-hmm. for whatever. Mm-hmm. Whenever you're only playing the sport, you'd make out more. Then, like, you might get a little more like engagement. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. And I, I think it's going to come to that level because, as some like this law, if this law goes in, if this uh, bill goes in the law and becomes a law, the California schools clearly have a leg up on every other school now yeah. because it's like you could go to Clemson or go to Alabama and get room and board, or you can go to UCLA or USC and get room and board and be able to make some money. So what you're saying the is side. their college programs won't be trash anymore? Yeah. Well, what well, the thing is though. 
All you need is one state because once California does this, then they're going to do it in South Carolina because Clemson's going to be like, because you, you know your boy Dabo is going to be like, yo, man, I can't compete. No, no, the question is, will, will Pennsylvania do that? Pennsylvania will do it, baby. So then, so then, so then, um, you know it. Say so it. then, um, college recruit A can get a can can get an endorsement from Angelo's Pizza. To, so so it, other than playing for Temple University, most importantly, college recruit A can say, I, I can go to Temple. And I can make this EA Sports money <laughs> when my name is in NCAA Football 21. So, so, so no one will be able. So we won't need to rely on 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 some man or human creating rosters. Correct. <laughs> Correct. No, I, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. It's not a hot take, but I'll, I'll put this on record. Within five years, if this goes into law, which I think it will be, within five years, you're gonna see this in basically every state. Every state's gonna have this. The NCAA is gonna be like, you know what? It's not unconstitutional. We'll deal with it. Yeah. You know, we'll, we'll deal with it. And so. This is gonna be done. This this is huge. Like I don't think a lot of people are talking about this, but this is a pretty. This is a, this is gonna tip the scales because if you have college uh, college athletes getting being allowed to to compensate off of their likeness and their you know sell autographs and memorabilia, this is big. I just again, don't big... understand why people are so against these kids trying to make a couple bucks. I don't get it, man. I don't get it. Let them make money. You can make money. It's fine. Like get money. Get this money. All right, we're gonna take a quick break. On the other side, we gotta talk about. A team that has a lot of money but not a lot of chemistry. Team USA lost multiple times in the FIBA World Championships. We'll tell you what that means heading into the 2020 Olympics. You're listening to the John Appetit Podcast. 25th anniversary. Oh, John Appetit. <laughs> I was looking at Juicy and I was thinking food. You were listening to the Brossy Line on 106.5 FM, WPPMLP Philadelphia. It's the 25th anniversary of Ready to Die. So you know what time it is. This is Juicy. Biggie Smalls. Hit it. Yeah, this album is dedicated to all the teachers that told me I'll never amount to nothing. To all the people that lived above the buildings that I was hustling from that called the police on me when I was just trying to make some money to feed my daughter. And all the struggle, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's all good, baby, baby. Uh. It was all a dream. I used to read Word Up magazine. Something pepper and heavy D up in the limousine. Hanging pictures on my wall. Every Saturday, rap attack, Mr. Magic Molly Mall. I let my tape rock till my tape pop. Snipping on private stock way back when I had the red and black lumberjack with the hat to match. Remember rapping Duke? The hard, the hard. You never thought that hip hop would take it this far. Now I'm in the limelight cause I rhyme tight. Time to get paid, blow up like the world's trade. Born sinner, the opposite of a winner. Remember when I used to eat sardines for dinner? Peace to Raw G, Brucey B, Kid Capri. Funk, Master Flex, Love Bug, Star Schemes. I'm blowing up like you thought I would. Call a crib, same number, same hood. It's all good. Uh. And if you don't know, now you know. Uh. Welcome back to the Broad Street Line alongside Chris Domingo and Roy Burton. Segment number two of the show. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm pl- proud to announce, I believe, the, the, the Team USA Basketball beat Poland today, ladies and gentlemen, in the FIBA World Championship. Do the, um, th- does the Poland team have any NBA players? Uh, I can't imagine. <laughs> I can't think of one. I don't believe they do. Team USA. Let's talk about this. Team USA Basketball. Because this is the World Cup of Basketball? FIBA World Championship. Okay. So this is the FIBA World Championship. This is the literally the worst showing in the FIBA World Championship. Well, actually, maybe worst ever. But this is the first time Team USA will not medal 
in an international competition since the 2002 FIBA World Championship because they lost twice, both to France and Serbia this week. And given the win over Poland, they finished seventh. <laughs> seventh in an international Wait, basketball competition. Um, in the United States of America. Yes. Finished seventh in a basketball competition? Seventh. Seventh. An international basketball competition. With a full roster of NBA players. Some all-stars, some not, but I don't think it, 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 I don't think it should matter. Yeah, they won 87-74. They finished seventh. <laughs> this um, is... I, I don't even know where to start because... we got a lot of places to start. No, because I, I mean like... But this shows that... that Continuity means a lot in basketball. It, it does. It does. It it, does. Like, because the Australian squad, you don't have a bunch of NBA players. I think it's like four or five. Four or five. Yeah. Versus twelve. No team has more than five. Other than America. Other than America. Yeah. Or <laughs> America has twelve. That's twelve. Yeah. And the NBA is the best bas- basketball league on the planet. Correct. And it just shows that you just can't like people can talk about oh like like people bailed out, whatever, you shouldn't have to come to that because you should want guys, like, this should be a process where you have guys in the system. But they do. They did, but a lot of those guys pulled out. Thirty, They have 35 players in the system. 31 pulled out over the course of time. Some, got, some guys got hurt. Some guys just opted out. Like James Harden and uh, who was it? Anthony Davis, uh, Bradley Beal, those guys opted out. And then guys like Kyle Kuzma got hurt, Kyle Lowry got hurt. They have 35 guys in the system, but 31 of those guys over the course of attrition over two years, pulled for whatever reason, pulled out. No, but I think now it's maybe you're shooting too high for the guys in your system. You think so? I think so. So you should get guys like you have now, but just coach them up? Yes. Okay. <sighs> because, like, let's be real here. I, I, at some point... These superstar players don't give a crap. They're, they're like, 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 or they would like. They're trying to save themselves for the season, mm-hmm. just for, for a litany of issues, of, of, of reasons. But I mean, if you get, I don't, I don't, I don't know, a TJ McConnell type dude, where like, not TJ, or, or or like <laughs> a guy that like, this might be more important to them than playing the regular season, right? Because these guys think the regular season is more important. Some guys will look and be like, "Yo, I'm like playing." And you got to get first-time guys, too. Right. Where, like, it's like they look at it as a privilege to, like, do this. They got selected. We're like, guy who's been there, like, three times are like, I'm just, why am I here? They could have had Melo, but I'm asleep. Anyhow, um, no, I think the problem is. NBA players. I, <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. I think the problem is you're never, ever, ever, ever going to get the superstar guys in non-Olympic years. You're not. You could you could convince a guy an Olympic of an Olympic gold medal to show up. Twenty twenty, you're not gonna have any problem get LeBron or Anthony Davis or any of those dudes. You're gonna tell these dudes, yo, come to the FIBA World Championships in China. Would like, you like three weeks before training you, camp? Yeah, no, yeah, no, like, no. That's the thing where, for these things, would it be better to get college guys? I think that's a good point. That's a that's a good point. I think either you get college guys, or you get like of your thirty-five, of your thirty-five, your your core group. Let's say seventeen of those dudes are superstars who you only expect in the Olympic years, and seventeen are guys like you have now who you know are going to come in the off years. Bas- or, basically, you have two teams. Yeah, or or do what they did with the dream team is have a couple college dudes, like right. have a Leitner, right. or, or or like because like that's where like because it, it's the importance of it. Where mm-hmm. like if you put seventeen guys who. Won't, but they'll say, oh, this is my chance to play right. for America. And one, I want America to win all the games, you jerks. Right, yeah. Everybody should want America, the Team USA, to win every single basketball game ever. Period. 
That's it. I don't care who's on what team when they go back home. Everybody's Oops. on everybody's on Team America. Very point blank. I mean, I know a lot of it's tongue in cheek, but still. I gotta no, say, but I, I don't think it is tongue in cheek. Oh uh, well, maybe, maybe it's not. No, it, don't it, root it. Don't root against Celtics players in the Olympics, people. That's all I'm asking. You know, that's like what. But we talked about this online. I gotta say, is the Boston Celtics for whatever reason are are living rent free in a lot of Sixers fans' heads. Yeah. It, 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 it's scary. Root for Team USA. This team won Team USA in various iterations. Won 58 straight in non-exhibition games. 58 straight. They lost twice in a week. It, it, no, but it, it's funny. Like, it, it's ironic that, that oh, like, oh, people will root, like, heck, for the U.S. soccer women's team. Mm-hmm. But not nah. root. Like, I, I mean, once again, um, like, it, it really is selective. Like, I don't know. Like, it, it, like there, there's, there's nothing unified about it. Would it be different though if this was the Olympics? That's the only thing I'm saying. Like, because the women, the women's okay. It was a World Cup. Like, that's different. Like, it's a World Cup. It's the biggest sporting event. You know, in some women's in soccer. If, it, if this is 2020, would there be people rooting against Team oh, USA? Oh no, no, no! Because it's the uh, it's a strange obsession Sixers fans have with Donovan <laughs> Mitchell and and the Celtics. I want to give people. I want to give people the benefit of the doubt. I think you're right, but I want to give people the benefit of the doubt. Uh, again, uh, no, who, and, care, who cares about the FIBA World Championships? Yeah. Really? And, and if you have a problem with this, my my, my uh, Twitter handle is at skd215. And, and if you don't believe me, I will I will screenshot all the references that I have. Uh, Kobe Bryant says the world has already caught up with Team USA. Um, <laughs> no, I don't know if I completely agree no, with that. Well, that's the second worst thing he did this week. Yeah. Well, the best thing he did was post that video, the dance <laughs> video, because that was very entertaining. Um, I don't want to talk about Kobe. We, we, can, we can skip that. Jerry Colangelo says that he will, quote, remember who didn't show up. You know what we remember, Jerry? Fam. The burner account. Yeah, but so you know what? I remember your daughter-in-law, fam. That's well, what I remember. Once again, another arrogant old man that, yeah. that like, doesn't know his place. So, like, yeah. no. Oh, my God. Yeah, but so you remember Anthony Davis didn't show up. But when Anthony Davis walks in next summer and says, yo, I'm playing next year, you're going to let him play? stop making Jerry Colangelo? Like, can, stop, can someone, like, take... Like the power away from Jared Colangelo, please. That's like fam. Like you, you gonna let him play? Like stop. Like you, like, you gonna let Bradley Beal play? Yeah. Like you ain't stupid. Like all right, fine. Like you can re- remember all you want, but I will remember next year when James Harden shows up and then you put him on a roster, and give him a, give him a jersey. Then everything you said was garbage. That's all. That's all I gotta say. All right, really quick, I do want to talk about Kevin Durant being miserable because we are a Kevin Durant uh, radio show and we need to do a report on all things Kevin Durant. And to no one's surprise, Kevin Durant not happy when he was with the Golden State Warriors. <laughs> He said he's, quote, just different than these old Warriors teammates, and he realized he'd never be, quote, one, one of those guys. Kevin, how many, times we got, how many times we have to tell this dude? How many times we have to tell this guy, yes, you will never be one of those guys? That's not a bad thing. No, it's just the way it is. No, and, and, of course, this comes back to happiness is, like, like a thing that, like, I always say that, like, is one of the few things you can have control over. Mm-hmm. Like, and – it just doesn't seem like Kevin Durant's a, a, a happy person. Yeah. Like, he's like he's eternally searching for happiness, and once he gets, once he supposedly finds it, he's like, nah, nah. Like, like at some point, this dude needs to make himself happy. Whether it's like I don't know, whether it's with his teeth, like, cause it it does he want like to have like what will make him happy? Will being the best player on a championship team make him happy? Will being with Kyrie Irving make him happy? With being the like I, I I know it's like I don't know, and it's like. People just need to, like, and it's just a bad look where you're just like, dude, like, I, I mean, you have the world by the cojones, mm-hmm. and you and you can't make yourself happy. And But you know what makes you happy is is adding, is replying to, to trolls. <laughs> yeah, I think 
unrequited love, like like just would make him happy. Like I think that's why he went to Brooklyn. He said he felt the love in Brooklyn when he played there. You know, played against the Nets you know, in the Barclays Center. If people just love Kevin Durant, because if he brings a title to Brooklyn, I mean, people will love him. Like yeah. Brooklyn Nets fans will love him. Oh no, because with no qualifiers. But if this doesn't make him happy, then I quit. No, but like this is this is the thing that can make him happy because I don't think anything else can. No, but it, it comes down to like he's like some days I hate the hate the NBA. It's like I know everyone like, but it seem and it seems like he had a falling out with his mother. Like like because I think that was like because like his finances switched from I think after. A few years ago, and he gave it to I think what Rich Kleiman or Rich Kleiman. Yeah, so maybe that's factoring into his like his demeanor. But I'm like, dude, at some point you got to realize you're in the NBA where literally people would die to play for one game. It's like realize you don't have it too bad because it seems like he's like this tortured soul where it's like, oh my god, I lived the most miserable experience. I'm like. Stop it. Here's a Kevin Durant quote. Quote, some days I hate the NBA. Some days I hate the circus of the NBA. Some days I hate the players that let the NBA business, the fame that comes with the business, alter their minds about the game. Sometimes I don't like being around the executives and politics that comes with that come with it. I hate that. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, but the same guy who has a show called Boardroom. The Boardroom. And right. um, has sneaker endorsements. Like, no, like, once again, he just is, continues to look like this massive hypocrite. That's here's the thing, the thing is, when you when you are as successful as Kevin Durant, both on and off the court, when it comes to that, people don't want to hear this. No. Now you can be upset, you can really hate. Like this could be how Kevin Durant feels, and I don't blame him. I mean, every, like you said, people hate their jobs, they hate things about their jobs, or whatever like that. But don't nobody want to hear that. No, like, nobody and, wants and, to hear it. And, and one at some point, if you hate your job that much, stop doing it. If you hate it, if, but if you hate the NBA, you can't tell, like you said, a blue collar person. Oh man, I can't stand all the politics that comes with the thing that affords me, you know, the possibility to make seventy five million dollars a year. Nobody wants to hear that. No, and, like, and, and one, if you were just a no endorsement having dude, where you literally lived by the code of I hate. All the extracurricular stuff of the NBA. Right. I'd respect you more. Right. But one, don't have the boardroom. Right. Don't like. Don't like. I don't know. Don't have a Nike deal. Yeah. Don't have a Nike deal. Like right. or, like, does he have a Hulu deal? I don't I'm know. sure he does. No, but but yeah. I mean like, don't complain about the like, the organization that has given you a lot of stuff. Right. And, 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 and one, you've capitalized on it and and been proactive. Like I mean, right. no one. No one forced Kevin Durant to have that boardroom. Right, yeah. <laughs> you were in this boardroom, No, man. but it's like, it just, that, that thought, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, you searched that out. Yeah. Kevin Durant, God bless him. No, no, I, no I but hope this he is why happiness. I can't ever be a Kevin Durant fan. Mm -hmm. it, because he just, and, and when it comes back to the whole, like, man, like, because when I see people that really, because, like, when I was watching Birds Outside, I was like, man, these three really love what they're doing. Mm -hmm. Like, and, and like, some NFL writers, like, they love it. It's like you can't like you can't find like love in that. It's like no, 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 no. Here's the thing: I can understand not liking your job. I can get it, but you putting it out there saying, "Oh, this is you know being a beat writer is miserable." You know, it's like I gotta stay in crappy hotels and this, that, and the other. Nobody wants to hear it. <laughs> Nobody wants to hear it because, like you said, there are 500 people who would kill somebody for the same job. So you doing that is just tone deaf. Yeah, no. You know, so it's like, yeah. So if, like, if I was like, if I was Shio Kapadia, I wouldn't go on Twitter and say, "Oh man, like they got me staying at like you know a Hilton today. I usually stay at the Ritz Carlton." And <laughs> now I gotta, I gotta, I gotta take this this Uber pool or whatever. Like nobody wants to hear that. No. Like, nobody wants to hear it. Like nobody wants to hear Kevin Durant complain. Like no, fam. No, like, and, and, no, but one, it 
it's been constant. It's been years. Like, this isn't yeah. like a one-time rant. Kevin Durant has felt like this for years. Know, since he left Oklahoma City? Yeah. Yeah, probably. Like, I just hope he finds happiness. I yeah, really no, do. no. Yeah. Like, I mean, because life is too short to be this miserable. Yeah, yeah. Like, you have done – you are an amazing talent. Like, you are going to – you will end your career – Arguably, is a top ten, maybe top fifteen guy. Yeah. You know, in the history, in the history of the NBA, one of the greatest scores anyone has ever seen. Multiple time Finals winner, multiple time Finals MVP, and you just like we just hear a whole bunch of negativity. Like it's yeah. fam, it's like that's not the way it should be. No, and, and one, I just hope for his sake because when he's gone, people won't have this great feeling about Kevin right, Durant. Right, like they won't like. It will be like worse than Kobe Bryant. Unless he wins in, in Brooklyn, unless that weight, whatever weight is on his back, kind of comes off and he kind of just is a happy dude, then yeah, it's going to be a negative, like a negative stigma, which is kind of, which it shouldn't be. Yeah, but like, and, and one, Kevin Durant isn't innocent in all this. He's no. like, no, he's perpetrating it. Like, like yeah. this isn't like, oh, the media's after. And I'm like, no. No, it's you. No, it's you, buddy. All right, before we move on to football, we do need to talk about this SI, which I didn't realize he did every year. They ranked the 100 best players in the NBA. Did you see this list? No, I did not. Did you get a, did a chance to see this list? I'm just going to run down the top 10 for you so you can get an idea who's in the top 10. Number 10, Damian Lillard. Uh, and I'm going from 10 to 1. Lillard, Paul George, Nikola Jokic, Joel Embiid, Anthony Davis, James Harden, Stephen Curry, LeBron James, Kawhi Leonard, and number one, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Nah, like I got issues with you know Kawhi being behind Giannis, but whatever. I mean, it's like it's nitpicking, whatever. Not a bad top ten. No. I think this top ten's about right. No, I think generally like, and of course Durant's not there because he's hurt. Yeah, I think the top ten, it's like movement. Like I like, you, I think everyone that's in the top ten should be in the top ten. It's just a mixing of yeah. Oh, this person's six or this person's eight. Yeah, like we're like is Harden better than George or is Anthony Davis better? Than, like you know you can you can kind of move. Yeah, it's not like around. Devin Booker's in the top ten. They had Jimmy Butler at eleven. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> like, am I high? No. Like Jimmy Butler eleven? No. The eleventh best player in the NBA? No, like someone put out there and it's like, someone's like, who are the five most overrated and underrated players? And I'm not like saying this because I'm bitter, but like. I think Jimmy Butler's a little, like, I don't say little overrated. I think he's moderately overrated. I didn't think he was that over. I mean, I didn't think people rated him that high, but apparently they do. Is, is he a is he a top 15 player, maybe? Uh, I don't even think so. Top 15, to me, is like a perennial all-star. I don't think he's a perennial all-star. So he's a top 20 player. Yeah, barely. Yeah, no, I, I mean, because I saw enough out of Jimmy Butler in that season. It's like, I don't see him carrying a team. No, this is, like my co-host is Mr. Jimmy Butler only shows up in the fourth quarter, which was true. I mean, he only showed up in the fourth quarter. And, and you can't be a top 11 player if you only show up in the fourth quarter. No, you can't. All right, let me. I'm going I'm to just throw some Sixers out there. You tell me where they were. Tobias Harris. 35? 40, uh, 49. Okay. Uh, Al Horford. 25. 18. Okay. Which I think is a little high, but okay. I, mean, I don't hate it. Ben Simmons. 27. 23. Okay. Which I, I think it's about right. I think it's about right. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's, he's a borderline all-star. So what you're saying is the the Sixers have four of the top 50 players in the Yes. NBA. And Josh Richardson. Would you put Josh? What would you put Josh 65 Richardson? 65 maybe? 71. Okay. Yeah, 71. They have five top 71 guys, four top 50 guys. This is the most talented Sixers team I've ever seen. No, this is the most talented. Yeah. 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 In our lifetimes. Yep. Period. No. Without qualification. Period. And you lost. Not counting like, three. Remember, we said that. Oh man, this would be doomsday if the Sixers lost Jimmy Butler and JJ Redick. Yeah. If you would have said, well, if you would have said at seven six thirty on, on July the first, yep. you lose or, or June thirtieth, you lose JJ Redick and Jimmy Butler, and you are 
probably one of the three favorites to win the NBA championship, you'd be like, how? Yeah, it doesn't make sense. It was like, but they are. Yeah, but you were like, all right, we got to run this back because we have a lot of talent, and then da 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 da, and then you don't run it back, and then what was it? What time was it? Seven thirty p.m. on June thirtieth. We we're like, what is Elton Brand doing? Now you have four top top fifty guys. It's like, okay, and it right. helps that you got dudes that are in here that that have been known to be team players. Right. Like, I, I mean, because if, if Al Horford was like a diva, he'd be like, no, I need more touches than Embiid, or like not. It seems like Al Horford is will for, and it's not just. Lip service. He's done that his entire career. Where yeah. he'll play whatever position you want him to play. Exactly. He'll play four. He'll play some five. Exactly. And yeah. I, I'm you, like the difference between Al Horford and Jimmy Butler is massive. Oh, it's huge. No, it's, it's absolutely huge. All right, we like six minutes left. Let's talk some football. We are not going to do the deep dive into the Antonio Brown situation. The only thing we know is that he's going to play Sunday. There's he nothing, is going to play. He's going to play Sunday. Shout out to that helmet company for for uh, for uh, releasing him out of that endorsement. Yeah, but since we since we signed off last week, uh, he was released <laughs> by the Raiders, signed by the Patriots, and then accused of raping and sexually assaulting his former trainer back in 2017 and 2018. But it is a criminal, a civil trial, not a criminal trial. Therefore, the NFL will not place him on the exempt list. So Antonio Brown is set to play this weekend. Uh, this is a very strange situation. I, I really, really want to mute the letters AB. I'm sick. Yeah, I'm think we're all tired. Of I'm this. sick. No, like, like this. this is this went past the line of like being funny and yeah, being not. like, like wow. Like once I saw like I don't know like the civil trial and this helmet thing, I'm like, get this dude out of my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One, yeah. Once, once the videos came out, we're like, oh, it's cute. Oh, John Gruden. Da, 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 da. No, once, once we have you know sexual assault and rape, it's like, yeah, fam. Like I'm like this is this is way beyond the pale. No, and, and this show is like. If you're a Patriots fan, how like and and of course you will root for him, but it's of like course. how hard is it to like root for a dude? Yeah, like that's the thing. It's tough, like, man. Could you imagine if this dude was on the Eagles? No, I'd be it's like, tough. Yeah. I'd be like, this isn't Tio. I mean, Tio was like a, a jerk to his teammates, but I don't think he he never got in trouble. No, no, like, Tio never get like Tio never did this. Yeah, and right? I'd like this is the fine line because I saw the Tory Smith retire, and it's like, man, that 27 Eagles team had such great dudes on that team where it was. You just love them more. Yeah. Yeah. So, it, it's not like you had, like, Lenny Dykstra on the team. <laughs> We're not going to talk about him today. Um, but, yeah, so the Patriots uh, will have A.B., um, which they probably don't need him because they stomped the Steelers out uh, in week one. Um, other week one notes, uh, the Cowboys look sharp. So, again, do not count the Cowboys. They look pretty good. Lamar Jackson proved all the haters and doubters wrong. Well, well that being said, he did play against them. A tanking team. Yeah, five passing touchdowns. Like I don't care who you play against. Like, five passing touchdowns. No, no. I, uh, once again, can we just pump the brakes on Lamar Jackson, please? No. Please. Five passing touchdowns. And, oh, and, and by the way, Cam Newton is, once again, a cautionary tale yeah. of if you treat your quarterback like a running back, he will have the shelf life of a running back. Yeah. R.E. Lamar Jackson. This dude was overthrowing dudes on Thursday, underthrowing guys. Yeah, he's guys. not. Like, he's very hurt. He's hurt. But this shows... You need to win games in the pocket, like yeah. and have a semblance of mobility. Yeah, yeah, like you, like you have to have a little bit of a threat to be to be out there. But most importantly, you got to just hit open dudes. Yeah. And if you're all banged up, you can't do it. And well, first of all, he has no receivers. So I mean, like he has Greg Olson and Christian McCaffrey. They're, they're literally the best receivers you have. Um, I'm not sure how many games they're going to win in Carolina. But yeah, the Dolphins lost by so many seven touchdowns that several players have already asked for permission to be traded, including. Minka Fitzpatrick, Chris Domingo, should Howie Roseman make a phone call <laughs> down to South Beach? You know one of the things I just love about Eagles Twitter. Is what do you love? Because I'll be the I'll be the devil's advocate on this. Because whenever a player gets available, anybody do the deal, Howie. Should they do, should they do the deal? 
No. Yes. <laughs> Don't. Have we, like, realized that the NFL draft is very important? It is. But people are just so willing to give up picks. It drives me this crazy. This is basically like a draft pick. I know he's on a rookie deal. Yes. I get it. Yeah. And and this is very similar to what they did with Ronald Darby, but yeah. better because Darby wasn't coming off like he was closer to free agency than, than Fitzpatrick was. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. Can't we just find a guy on a rookie deal? Because at some point. He's on a rookie deal. This guy's on a rookie deal. It's like a rookie. No, but like. <laughs> oh, my God. This drives me nuts. No, I, I I really, I don't know if I do a one. I do a two and whatever they want, man. This dude is the perfect slot corner guy. He's perfect. You see his numbers like, like last year in the I guess slot receivers when he was in the slot, a lot of fifty one point three percent completion percentage and a forty nine point seven passer rating. Do you put this dude on his second year of his rookie deal in the slot? You would have that locked up but, for, for years. Like, don't you have a guy in the slot who is con- like so? No, 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 no. No, he ain't this. No, but I mean, like at, at that point, then don't you need to trade one of these guys? Yeah, like if, if it was me, I'd say trade trade a two on Jalen Mills. Would you trade Avante Maddox? Yeah. Like okay. I don't, because at that point I don't, I don't need a slot corner. So yeah, yeah, no, sure. I like, I, I, but of course, idiot Eagles fans be like, no, well, no, deals off the table. If you have to give up, it's like, no, you. There's a law of numbers here. Yeah. You need there. Are, you have too many cornerbacks right, right now. Yeah, like no, a cornerback needs to go back the other way. But it's like I don't need a slot guy, so give me a slot and, guy and put him. And I can also say that I don't know if this is a good thing or this is telling about how the Eagles secondary is. He'd be the best Eagles cornerback. Yes, because. The, one of the takeaways I took from week one is I don't know if these cornerbacks are good. I know Russell Douglas is not. And what does that say about Sidney Jones if on week one, when the depth chart came out, yes. he was not over this guy who stinks? Well, that's the thing. He was listed over him. Well, he was. They, well, uh, uh, Swartz said he was over him, but then he didn't start, So, which was weird. And he didn't play was until— Was it matchup related? I, I don't know. I didn't see the depth chart now. I don't know what it is now. Can we, can't stop, Im- can we stop with Russell Douglas? He's not. I good. can't imagine Sidney Jones is not ahead of Russell Douglas now, right? No, it, like, isn't – this is the thing I'm looking – like, the two guys on this defense I I focus on every week are Sidney Jones and Derek Barnett. And mm-hmm. people could talk about, oh, he was, like, top eight in pressures. No. I need no. to see you take the quarterback's jersey in your hand. Hit. And, yeah, and hit him or sack him. I don't need, but like, I mean, pressures are cute, but at some point, you need to get to the quarter. You need to put them down. All right, we got like a minute left, 60 seconds. Eagles, Falcons this week. Eagles, three straight wins against the Falcons, though they've lost five out of their last seven to Atlanta. Give me a quick 30 seconds about the game. What, um, what are you thinking? This is a must win for Atlanta. Um, home opener. I don't like the Eagles. Like, I, I mean, I think it's going to be a close game. I think it's going to be 27 24 Falcons. Ooh, Falcons win. Uh, I think that's like, like Ray Diddy had a similar score. Yeah, the Eagles. Always give up a lot of yards to the Falcons, but they don't give a lot of points. Who's 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 Julio Jones? Who's who's covering Julio? It doesn't matter. Like I, I've I've, consi- I've considered considered uh, I've resigned myself to the fact that it does not matter because again he lights us up all the time. I think he's averaging like 140 yards the last three games, but they've won all three. I, I assume I assume it's Ronald Darby. I think Julio's going to get his anyway, but the Falcons have only scored 37 points in the last three games against the Eagles. I think that changes a little bit down in Atlanta. I think they probably scored like. 24, but I think, like, I give you, I go to the same score, 27, 24 the other way. Eagles win. Wow. Eagles win. All right, that is it. We are out of here. We will be enjoying the DNA boys and the <laughs> Eagles down in Atlanta. Hopefully they will pull off a win, but we'll be back with you next. Oh, actually, this Wednesday first. We'll have a Wednesday show because we have to talk about Clash of Champions and <laughs> NXT. 
Uh, a lot of stuff to talk wrestling and a recap of the Eagles game. A lot of stuff to get to. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Thank you, in. everyone. Mrs. Domingo, take us out, please. Have a great weekend, everyone. See you guys. It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease.